This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. So, what's on our plate today? Today, we are sharing the story of grapefruits. You say grapefruit, I say pomelo. Well, at least that was the case up until about the 1830s. Before then, grapefruits were not botanically distinguished from the pomelo, which we now know is one of the parent species of the grapefruit. But even the original botanical classification was misguided, claiming that the grapefruit was just a variety of pomelo. The grapefruit's true origins were not determined until sometime in the 1940s. So grapefruits really were only discovered by the world at large somewhat recently, especially when you think about the timeline of most of the other major citrus species that have much longer pedigrees. So what is this latecomer fruit? The grapefruit is a cross between a sweet orange and a pomelo, though it is unknown whether this was the result of a deliberate hybridization or a natural crossing. Grapefruit is botanically classified as Citrus ex paradisi, and like its parents, it is a member of the Rutaceae family, commonly called the citrus family. Grapefruits are round to oblate fruits with a smooth, finely spotted peel that is mostly yellow in color, though some varieties can have a pink hue. The peel is aromatic and can be about 1 centimeter thick, while the full fruits typically measure between 10 and 15 centimeters in diameter. Grapefruit varieties are categorized as white, pink, or ruby based on their flesh color, which ranges from pale yellow or nearly white to bright red. Some varieties are seedless, while others have over 50 seeds. The tender, juicy flesh is separated into segments by thin, somewhat bitter walls, and the flavor can range from very tart to sweetly acidic when fully ripe. Of course, there are distinguishing nuances in appearance and flavor with each unique variety. There are two primary cultivars of the white grapefruit, the Duncan and the Marsh. Duncan is a seedy variety and was likely the original grapefruit variety introduced into Florida in the early 1800s. The second, Marsh, was the first seedless grapefruit and is one of the primary commercial cultivars in Florida to this day. A natural mutation occurred on the rootstock of white grapefruit and led to the pink grapefruit variety. One of the first pink grapefruits is said to have been discovered in 1906 at the Atwood Grove in Florida, named for the wealthy entrepreneur and early pioneer of American citrus, Kimball Atwood, who planted the grove and founded the Atwood Grapefruit Company in the late 19th century. Once the pink variety was introduced, the white variety was largely relegated for juicing instead of fresh eating. Today, white grapefruits are still somewhat limited in their availability, though they may be found at specialty stores and local farmers markets. Next in line of random mutations was the ruby red grapefruit, which was discovered growing on a pink grapefruit tree in Texas and was the first grapefruit to be patented in 1929. The red grapefruit, starting with the ruby red variety, has even become a symbolic fruit of Texas where it is widely cultivated. Okay, hold up. I keep saying grapefruit, but I started off the episode claiming you say grapefruit, I say pomelo. 
Well, as I hinted at, the etymology is relatively recent history. And before the new designation as grapefruit, they were thought to be the same as their ancestor, the pomelo. Until the 19th century, grapefruits were nicknamed the forbidden fruit, just like the apple and the fig and several other fruits that, at some point in time, have been associated with the Garden of Eden. Grapefruits were also called small shaddocks, as pomelos were known as shaddocks, a reference to the English ship commander who was rumored to have brought pomelo seeds to Barbados in 1683. Citrus historians have been unable to confirm the existence of this legendary Captain Shattuck, although they did identify a Captain Chaddock with a C, who traded in the West Indies in the 17th century. The legend continues. It wasn't until the 1800s that a Jamaican farmer coined the term grapefruit, most likely alluding to the way the fruit grows in clusters like grapes, with each cluster varying greatly in size. Some just have a few fruits, others up to a dozen though there have been as many as 20 grapefruits growing in a single cluster. Yet few other languages make this link between grapefruits and grapes in their name for the fruit, and many of the Romance languages use the same word for both grapefruits and pomelos. Hmm, sound familiar? This has led some etymologists to suspect that the word grapefruit may have actually just been derived from the word pomelo. The pomelo is botanically called Citrus Maxima, which can loosely be translated as grapefruit. After a few decades, this grapefruit could have been corrupted and morphed into grapefruit. Name aside, the origin of grapefruit has been somewhat of a mystery itself, although we can imagine that the confusion over its name had something to do with it. Grapefruit is the first citrus strain to originate in the Americas. It was found in the West Indies, most sources point to Barbados, sometime in the 1700s as a hybrid between the sweet orange and pomelo, a.k.a. shaddock. Both parent species were introduced to the West Indies from Asia in the 17th century. The grapefruit was first described by Welsh explorer Griffith Hughes in his 1750 publication, The Natural History of Barbados. He called it the forbidden fruit of Barbados. Early botanists misidentified the grapefruit as a variety of pomelo, enter the small shaddock. As a result, the botanists who first named the species described the wrong fruit and classified it as Citrus paradisi. No X. We'll get back to that little letter. In 1823, the French Count Philippe Odette brought grapefruits from the West Indies to Florida. He planted a grove in what is now Safety Harbor on the west shore of Tampa. In 1885, Florida made its first shipment of grapefruits to the ports of New York and Philadelphia, stimulating interest and launching the commercial grapefruit industry in America. By 1910, grapefruit had become an important commercial crop in Texas and, to a lesser extent, in Arizona and California. By the 1940s, the fruit became a household favorite across the country, and the United States was exporting millions of cases of grapefruit juice and nearly half a million cases of canned fruit. Oh, and its true origin as a hybrid was finally under investigation. About 1948, citrus specialists began to suggest that the grapefruit was not a sport of the pomelo, as previously thought, but was actually a hybrid of the pomelo and a sweet orange. Its botanical classification was adjusted accordingly to Citrus ex paradisi. The X in the middle of the scientific name indicates that it is a hybrid between species of the same genus. Today, America is the second largest producer and consumer of grapefruit in the world, the first being China, with commercial production in Florida, Texas, Arizona, and California. Grapefruits are one of the most popular cultivated fruits in the United States, with over 20 varieties growing across the country and Florida alone produces over 2 million tons of grapefruits every year. 
Outside of the U.S. and China, other major producers include Israel, South Africa, Brazil, and Mexico, where grapefruit plantings expanded during the late 1960s and early 1970s as a means of saving its citrus industry after overproduction of oranges and tangerines declined market value. The 1970s also saw a spike in demand for the fruit in the U.S. with the widely promoted Grapefruit Diet Plan, which claimed that you could lose 10 pounds in 10 days. Since then, grapefruit has become popular as a breakfast fruit in various parts of the world. Simply slice them in half and scoop out the sections with a spoon, and if you so desire, sweeten it with honey or sugar, or flavor with cinnamon, nutmeg, or cloves. Grapefruits can be used raw in fruit cups or atop salads, or in cooked applications, and are often served broiled. In Australia, grapefruit is commercially processed as marmalade, and in Costa Rica, they are cooked to remove their sourness and stuffed with dulce de leche. Grapefruits can, of course, be juiced and used for beverages, vinegars, seafood dishes, and in sauces. The juice is sold fresh, canned, concentrated and frozen, or even dehydrated as a powder. Grapefruits have even made their way into other industries, including oils, fragrance, and medicine. Grapefruit peel can be candied, and grapefruit seed oil can be bleached and refined to resemble olive oil in flavor, and used similarly in recipes. Because it is an unsaturated fat, grapefruit seed oil production has been on the rise since 1960. As far as medicinal uses, the pulp of grapefruit is considered an effective aid in the treatment of urinary disorders, while leaf extractions have been shown to have antibiotic properties. Furthermore, a tonic prepared from the flowers of the grapefruit tree has been used to treat stomach and cardiac ailments, as well as insomnia. When shopping for your citrus, choose grapefruits that are firm and heavy for their size, an indication of good juice content. Grapefruits can be stored at room temperature for a week or in the refrigerator crisper for up to three weeks. Grapefruit is very high in vitamin C. In fact, a single grapefruit half has the entire daily recommended value. Grapefruits also contain good amounts of vitamin A, fiber, and beta-carotene. Red and pink grapefruit varieties also contain lycopene, a naturally occurring antioxidant that has been researched for its ability to fight free radicals and protect cells from damage. Lycopene is expressed in the pink and red pigmentation of the fruit. Okay, so what's the deal about grapefruits and certain medicinal drugs? There are a lot of drugs on the market that may interact negatively with grapefruit, and doctors will warn against mixing their use. Well, simply put, eating grapefruit or drinking grapefruit juice affects how your body processes certain medications. The chemicals in grapefruit cause your body to either absorb too much of the medicine into your bloodstream, making it more likely that you will experience side effects, or they prevent your body from absorbing enough of the medicine for it to actually be effective. Grapefruit contains furanocuramins, which block an enzyme that would normally break down certain medications in the body. When it is left unchecked, medication levels can grow toxic. Now, I don't mean to scare you, but it's not just grapefruits either. Some other citrus fruits, not surprisingly pomelos, as well as limes and Seville oranges, also contain that active ingredient, but they have not been as widely studied as the grapefruit. Some medications have more of an interaction when taken in close proximity to consumption of grapefruit. However, other interactions can happen up to three days after eating grapefruit or drinking grapefruit juice. It's a pretty big scale, and the best bet, of course, is to consult with your physician. Maybe you want to request medication that doesn't have an issue with grapefruit so that you can enjoy all of your citrus worry-free. But don't stop with just eating and enjoying. Keep exploring. Download the Specially Produce app to learn more about grapefruit varieties, history, uses, recipes, and more.
Did this episode spark your curiosity of pomelos? Go back and check out Plated Earth podcast episodes four and five for the food buzz and food fable all about pomelos. Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode. Be sure to follow at Specially Produce app on Instagram for some amazing produce photos. And while you're on there, give us a follow at Plated Earth. As always, you can find more information, recipe ideas, and local market shares on the Specialty Produce app. Tune in next time for more food fables. And remember, cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>